0: Check out Focus on the Family Canada's daily broadcast app and join millions of listeners as they tune into the daily broadcast every day with Jim Daly and John Fuller, featuring interviews with a variety of Christian experts giving tips and advice on how to be a better spouse, parent, or follower of Christ. Take an authentic and inspirational look at the family, all from a godly perspective. Get the free app today at focusonthefamily.ca slash mobile or visit your Apple, Google, or Windows app store.
1: My youngest daughter is super shy.
0: Our son, Will, has a fiery personality.
1: The polar opposite of me.
0: Yeah, his personality couldn't be probably farther from mine.
1: A little bit obstinate. Not at all like me. Well, maybe a little bit like me.
0: (laughs) Maybe you've seen some of those personality traits in your children. Today on Focus on the Family, we'll explore different personalities and how to navigate those in your family. Your host is Focus president and author Jim Daly, and I'm John Fuller.
2: John, God has wired each one of us so uniquely, like a fingerprint, right? And learning who your children are and how they think and what drives them are such critical skills for parents to develop, we concentrate on that here at Focus. And the reason is because a common mistake can be expecting your kids to be just like you. But before long, uh, you're going to discover that's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. I've always been fascinated by personality types, and I think God made us different and unique on purpose. And we as parents get the opportunity to kind of discover what God is doing and what he has in store for each
0: of our children. Our guest today is Hetty Britz. She's an author and speaker, and she's done extensive research into personality and parenting and has written a book that we'll hear more about called Growing Kids of Character, Nurturing Your Child's Potential, Purpose, and Passion. Check it out at focusonthefamily.ca. And now, Jim, here's how you began the conversation with Hetty Britz on today's Focus on the Family. Hattie, you're from South Africa. Um,
2: we call moms mums there, M-U-M. I know that's important <laughs> yes. to you, right? But it's so much fun. And I have spent, I think I made 30, 35 trips to South Africa. I love the country. I pray for the country Thank and you. the families of that country. There are some great parents in South Africa, honestly. I learned a lot about parenting through friends of mine there. And I just love kind of some of that casual observation uh, many people in South Africa do it almost as second nature. Why is that? Why do you think a culture learns to understand their kids in that way?
1: I think fathers have been involved um, for many generations, and I think there is an intentionality about parenting when you're in a country where things are tough.
2: Yeah, Hedy, let's get into it. Um, This is a great book, Growing Kids with Character. I mean, I—it's funny. Gene and I were talking about a little issue we were facing with our kids (laughs) yesterday, and I, you know, cracked the book open, began to look through it, and read the prep and i'm thinking oh this is perfect growing kids with character (laughs) every mom and dad wants to achieve this Mm -hmm. and this is a great tool and i'm anxious to get into it you believe that temperament is part of the soul's dna and i agree but how do we come into this world pre-stamped by God. What do you think is happening?
1: Well, he dreams us up. He he has a, a plan, and I think it's so important for him that we follow that plan that he, he builds in a little bit, bit of a compass, and he magnetizes it, and he gives each one of us our true north. And then he takes great joy in seeing how parents accompany their kids in the right direction. Yeah. He planned everything he made. There is design in everything in in creation that points to purpose. I agree. So if we are purpose, then we have to be designed.
2: Yeah, and I love that. And
1: yeah, it's beautiful.
2: <laughs> you you uh, mentioned there that in the book you didn't feel uh, becoming a mom for the first time that you were emotionally ready. Now every <laughs> woman that's pregnant for the first time is saying, that's me, that's me. Nobody, husband or wife, father or mother, feels emotionally ready or practically ready to be the the parent they want to be. How did that hit you?
1: I actually thought I was ready, but I didn't know how hard it would be to parent a child who is the opposite of what I am. (laughs) Um, I didn't even think about personality. I looked for a problem in myself or a problem in my daughter when we didn't get along. And when she didn't respond to my authority style, I assumed that there was a problem in her or there was a problem in the way I disciplined. And actually, all of the answers or most of the answers were locked up in the in in my design and her design that were just clashing monumentally.
2: Now think of that, that's really critical because what you're saying is people are wired a certain way and that communication approach tends to create tension. Certainly between parents and their children. I can vouch sure. for that. How about you, John? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, the interesting thing with that is being adult enough to understand it and then applying some practical ways to get around that and to manage it, right?
1: <laughs> yes, because we are the adult in the room, so we are the one Most of the time. who needs to. <laughs> yes, that's the ideal. That's the dream. So we need to adapt, and that doesn't mean always giving a child what they want, but it it does mean discerning the core needs of each child so that we know my child feels loved. And when my child feels loved, I can bring in the discipline. I can even bring in the correction, um, stern correction. I can bring in high expectations. I can do all of those things, but only... When my child knows I'm loved the way I am, I'm understood, I'm welcomed, I'm really adopted, <laughs> to it, use that word.
2: Yeah, which I love. And in the book, uh, Growing Kids with Character, you mentioned three basic principles that parents need to be aware of.
1: Well, we need to be open to God shaping us as much as he's shaping our children. So okay, you've got really, to okay, you you say that again. You're being really too
2: <laughs> soft yeah, with that. Very nice. Okay,
1: so we do not have the right to shape our kids unless we... Are willing to be shaped by God.
2: And that's true in parenting. You will be shaped if you're willing, yeah. or you will be broken. Mm.
1: That's correct Because it is going to be hard. God deals with our pride through parenting over and over again. It's part of our sanctification, this journey. Right. And the more different our kids are to us, the more intense the sanctification.
2: Yeah. All right. So you got that one. The other one is uh, the second one of the three principles. Our past ought to uh, make way for a new plan. Describe that.
1: Okay. Well, I come from a household where my trap would be to do everything my parents did. Because I think they're wonderful. To this day, I think they're wonderful. So I would want to do what my mom did and discipline the, the way my dad did because it worked. And Because um, you're perfect. Um, <laughs> well, I, mm. um, <laughs> I'm teasing, i, I teasing, th- of course. They, they feel proud of what they've yeah, achieved. That's good. So well, they should I'll, be. Do what they, I'll do what they did. But they raised me for a world that no longer exists. Hmm. And our children have a new world. And there are new demands. And there are new tasks that we as parents need to take up to get them ready for that world so i need to move away from a good example as much as i need to move away from a bad example because if i said i hated what my parents did i was harmed by the way they parented me then i am going to parent from a position of hurt and it's going to be reactionary and it's going to come from a negative motivation we're supposed to parent intentionally because we have thought about it we know hmm. where our children are heading, we've prayed about it, and we're parenting from conviction, not from hurt, or yeah. or to prove our parents wrong.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, that connects with a lot of folks here in the U.S. I mean, our cultural instinct is independence and, you know, we're the pioneers and the frontiers people for the Liberty. last 200 years. And it's interesting <laughs> yes. how that seeps into our character and our personal uh, yeah. expressions day by day. When you look at that in that context, how do we uh, recognize those good things in our parents? Like you, you mentioned you loved your parents and your parents parented well. What were those attributes that you were fond of?
1: My parents understood the difference between willful defiance and childish foolishness. I was never punished for something that I did not willfully do wrong, knowing what I was supposed to do and being fully able to do the right thing. So no accidents were punished. No struggles were used as a ground for humiliating me or uh, punishing me. So there was space to be me and at the same time, there were rules, and there was firmness, and there was structure, and there was routine, and I knew what was going to happen next. So I, I feel there was a balance between grace and the law.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into it because, I, again, I think your book, Growing Kids with Character, you point to four trees. You use the trees as an analogy or a metaphor for our mm-hmm. personality characteristics. So let's get into that. Why did you choose trees? to describe human Mm -hmm. beings and their personalities. Uh, Give us that kind of overview before we get into Mm -hmm. the four specifics.
1: I think uh, I wanted to get as far away from a box as I possibly can because we don't want to label people, put them in boxes and ship them off somewhere. We want to acknowledge growth and dynamics and uniqueness. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen two trees that are the same. They can be from the same species but they're not going to be the same size, shape, they're going to behave differently in the weather, and they're going to go through seasons. So that's why trees. So um, for
2: us, we're human, but we have different expression. That's what you're saying. uh,
1: Absolutely. Um,
2: So let's start with the palm tree.
1: Okay. The palm tree is the very jovial, happy person. Think... Palm trees and hula girls and pink drinks on the beach. This is more or less their world. Uh, if it doesn't fit in Hawaii, it's probably not going to fit into their That's um, a good, schedule the, for the today. The beach thing in Hawaii, you know, yeah. kick
2: back, having fun, yes, kind of life of the party people.
1: Definitely. And so these kids are high energy. You're going to get fit and skinny running after them as a mom. So you can shake off the baby pounds by <laughs> having a palm tree kid. that will keep you busy. Uh, talkative, lively. They're the ones who come up with all of these creative ideas when you want to put them to bed at night because they are not about sleep. They feel like that would be a waste of time.
2: Now, as the parent, the mom or dad <laughs> yeah. of the palm tree, what do I need to be mindful of? What does that child need from me? The talkative, life of the party kid yeah. who's got more energy than I can keep up <laughs> with, who keeps me running, keeps me fit, as you said.
1: This is the child where the, the door in with this child is play. They want to be celebrated and they want to have fun with you. And it Breaks our speed, we feel. We think, oh no, you know, I've got stuff to do. I can't play right now. But the good news with <laughs> them is their attention span is short. It's gonna be five <laughs> minutes and they'll be over they won't it, and hold they'll it be good to go. You. <laughs> no, their their little love tank falls up fast. Um so five minutes of really fun active play with them and you're in. And then their ears open up and their heart open up and then mm. you can teach. If you'll make it short and sweet and not too preachy, it'll go in, you know. And if you can spice it up with a little bit of humor, they'll actually hear you. And you need to touch them. You need to connect physically with this kid. They are wired in a sensual Mm. and sensory way. They need to have an experience. They need to feel the love so mm-hmm. you can slobber all over this kid.
2: <laughs> well, we don't want to promote slobbery, but yeah, <laughs> especially during flu season or whatever., I don't know, but um, that communication's important. And that's really what you're saying, hetty, is you're you're recognizing your child's communication style, how they're yes. wired. That's what we're talking about, and how mm-hmm. important it is for a parent to be mature enough to not keep coming back fighting but to understand how your child communicates, what they need from you,
0: and this is what we're talking about. This Focus on the Family broadcast will continue in just a moment. Do you love the ever-changing field of digital and content marketing? Do you have proven experience developing marketing campaigns and leading a team? Named one of the best Christian workplaces in Canada, Focus on the Family Canada is looking to fill the position of Head of Integrated Marketing in Langley, BC. If you or someone you know feels called to use their marketing and leadership skills to serve families, explore current job openings today at focusonthefamily.ca employment.
1: At Focus on the Family Canada, we're always seeking to meet the changing and growing needs of your family. That's why we've developed our free Focus on the Family magazine. It's spiritually grounded and relevant to your needs. Get your free subscription at focusonthefamily.ca. Find parenting tips, practical marriage guidance, useful advice on media, and encouraging ways to help your family grow in Christ. Sign up for your free subscription of Focus on the Family magazine today. Visit focusonthefamily.ca
0: Even with warmer weather on the horizon, Deeks Insurance would like to remind us to bundle up. Bundle up home and auto insurance, that is. More and more of Deeks customers are saving by combining their home and auto policies with plans that fit their needs. Founded with family and community in mind, Deeks is a licensed insurance brokerage that offers preferred rates for members of faith-based organizations. To see how Deeks can help you save, visit deeksinsurance.ca to get started with a quote. Deeks Insurance, where family matters. Thanks for listening to Focus on the Family. Let's resume now with the balance of today's programming.
2: Hedy, this is good stuff. Again, I don't want to move away from the palm tree until we finish the next question, which is the parent disciplining the palm tree. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's where we're all living, right? How do we discipline this palm tree, this social person who talk, 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 runs around the house, wants us to play, play, play. sometimes, Yeah, I mean... I think I was that child. I was kind of that palm tree child. I think one woman said a friend of my mother's when I was little said, "You've got diarrhea of the mouth." That really hurt my feelings. I mean, but it, it yes. shows you uh, I talked a lot. And now you're in radio. <laughs> you're I didn't getting want paid to, make to that talk. Connection, See, yeah, that
1: was a design for a purpose. There was right. nothing wrong with that.
2: But I was obviously irritating her.
1: <laughs> uh, that that could have been. We do a lot of physical discipline with this child. And I don't mean punishment. I mean we remove them from ceiling fans. We take them off the jungle gym. Because they initially cannot control themselves so we need to control them and um, mm. with a smile on the face but with a little bit of firmness so the little ones are being collected from wherever they are you can't scream them from where they've gotten onto the pulpit at church back to the pew you cannot do that you have to leave and go get them because the moment you get yeah, don't loud scream at them. Come, come, come. they'll scream back and involve <laughs> yeah, right. the whole congregation so go get them pull so, them yes, out a of
2: a their lot, social environment yes. a and a that's what'll that make focus an impact and on that them.
1: touching them when you speak to them that's important and to keep the discipline and um, very practical. Tactical. an important key with them is that they are influenced by friends so where you can really put in effort is by making sure you supervise who they are with you're aware where they are because they do not think ahead huh. um, they get involved they go with the flow they join the friends they go with the fun is, and afterwards they're sorry mm-hmm. and then it's too late
2: so in that context I, I know one of my sons uh, is probably palm tree leaning if I can use that metaphor, yes, you can. A, leaning a leaning palm tree of <laughs> <Run. laughs> uh, <laughs> tree but, but in that regard, uh, it's wise, and Jean, my wife, has done a wonderful job staying in touch with who are the friends, especially in the teen years. Yes. Are these people that are the appropriate people that you want your son or daughter hanging out with? That could be hard, but I, in in looking at the book and knowing the content, Um, It's good for a parent to know the friend of the palm tree child, isn't it?
1: Definitely. And you don't need to waste your time on trying to get them to be tidy and um, on time. It's not happening. (laughs) Um, And it may not ever be necessary for them. God's going to give them a spouse who gets them in the car on time. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm half joking, but not really. What I'm I'm saying here is the good news is that you don't need to fix everything in this kid because half (laughs) of it's not broken. It just appears to be Mm. um, because it's different from how you are. But the book helps you understand where is the part that's going to affect your child spiritually and morally the most, because mm. that's where it matters. And that's where you can put in effort.
2: But I'm telling you, the parent of a of a palm tree child. I mean, you got to fight that temptation to straighten out, straighten out. Correct, correct, correct. correct Cause yeah. it's constant. Yeah. And you're right. It's as if they don't hear you. Haven't I told you 14,000 times <laughs> to do this or that? And yeah, you did, but you know what? I just
1: can't remember. Cause I'm so happy to be here. And I just want to play. Yeah. And
2: it, that's kind of it, isn't it?
1: That is it. But they have a willingness. They will not remember to clean the room, but they will generally comply when you ask. And they do something about the conditions behind this door. And if you can keep your instruction and your request light, and seasoned with humor, they respond well. Now
2: the difficulty there, Hetty, is that we equate our parenting as being insufficient. Then, mm-hmm. if we're being too light, speak to that. Especially the Christian parent, we know what is right. We know what to expect. Yes. We know, even though it's not in the Bible, cleanliness is next to godliness. Yeah. I mean, it's not in there, folks, but we treat yes. it that way. How do we, as you say, treat it light? I mean, these are mm-hmm. core things. If they don't know how to clean their room, Hetty, I mean, they won't succeed in life. <laughs> I mean, there are some good yeah. values in that, correct?
1: There are some good values in there, but I think that is the thing. We need to distill it and say, what is the godly characteristic that I'm trying to grow And how do I grow it in a way that suits this child? Because if I want them to be respectful, there are other ways to do that. If I want them to take, good care of positions. There's another way to do that. It doesn't mean they need to put their books in the shelf the way I want them put in the shelf. And these kids will taste your resolve on these things. And mm-hmm. every, very often they will tell you, what does it matter if the book lies flat or stands up straight? And then you, we think about it a little bit and we realize it's just the way it's always been done. And that's probably not a good reason.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, I've used that very line. Oh, that really <laughs> yeah. cuts. Let's move to rosebush. We've got yes. the playful palm tree. And now let's go to the rosebush child. There's lots of imagery there. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's beautiful, <laughs> but it's prickly. Uh, what does it yes. mean to be the rose Oh Bush my goodness! You,
1: this baby's born, and the mom had all of these ideas of this baby on the breast, and they're cuddling in in the bed, you know, and they're just this baby just cooing loves to cooing. be. and then it bites. You know, this <laughs> this baby bites and doesn't want to be held and doesn't want to be huh. uh, put to sleep on on your shoulder and just wants to be left alone kicks and screams and fights to sleep and suddenly you don't know if you're going to be needed and that's the feeling you're going to have for the years to come because this baby is going to prove i'm already grown up mm. we jokingly say they're born with a sign on their forehead that says i'm the boss can't you read <laughs> and then because we struggle to accept that there is a power struggle mm. so this is our power struggle Kate. but this child is wired to be a Paul one day, to be the one who gets a vision from God, a message from his sending soul group, and from the angels saying, trouble awaits, and he goes, therefore I must go. I must go and glorify God in in those difficult things. This is what this child is wired for. Huh. So, of course, this child is going to be pushing those boundaries and is going to be asking why and why not and why shouldn't I. Yeah. Um, very, very strong-willed and very... Um, very often just really make you proud and um. I got a message from a mom yesterday who hasn't read the book uh, from South Africa. And she said, listen, I I know I'm new to this parenting thing. She's a single mom. She had the baby as a teen. And she says, just tell me if I'm doing something wrong. Because my daughter went to school yesterday and the teacher wanted to teach them the principle of tallest to shortest. It was a math concept. And she is the tallest and she ended up being in the back. And she refused to go to school today because she had to stand in the back. And she said that she will go to school today if she can walk on her knees into the classroom because she's never going to stand in the back again and looked at her mom very seriously and said, I'm an in front sort of a person, mom. <laughs> and, <laughs> and how old the is rest- this child? Five. Five. Oh, oh man.
2: We yeah. need to pray for that mom. Yeah,
1: definitely. But so
2: how 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 does a mom in a healthy way manage that to let her know it's okay to stand up in the back? That's a good thing you're called. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that?
1: Um, you create their territory and the territory of the teacher or the other authority figure, including yourself. They will back off when they know that an authority figure is in control of a certain area.
2: But they have to be more in control than the rosebush child. Yes. So
1: so parenting them in this very gentle me message thing where we say to our rosebush, so I don't feel like you're respecting me right now. Um, What that elicits in a little rosebush is you are pathetic. I want to put my teeth in your jugular, and put you out of your misery because you are suffering. You're struggling as a parent. That's really how they respond. They want you to stand up tall, not go down to their level and speak to them gently. They want you to look bigger, sound bigger, and be ready to help them run their life. They Mm -hmm. are not secure in an environment where you are insecure. Yeah. I like that. I
2: mean, that is fascinating. And we're going to come back. We're nearing the end today. We're going to come back next time and finish the other two. But, and then we'll talk about some of the parenting combos that go along with this. Uh, jumping ahead a little bit, I would think a, a palm tree playful mom, for example, would really struggle with a rose bush son.
1: <laughs> they would have fun together and compete a lot because both of them can, can do that. But when it comes to discipline, I think it's predictable who's going to run the house.
2: <laughs> is the young... Rosebush, yeah, that is tough. Mention the discipline side of that mm -hmm. uh, to finish off the rosebush. How does a parent get that control uh, Mm -hmm. to the extent that's healthy?
1: You definitely pick your battles, but you also train them. by giving them the responsibility, by giving them some challenges, by giving them some choices where you can live with both outcomes.
2: Hattie, speaking of the uh, rosebush child, of course I'm thinking of all of this in a a teen context. I don't know how you're (laughs) translating this. Which seems to make the thorns all the more prickly. (laughs) 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 The the thorns in the teen years seem to get bigger and longer and more Mm -hmm. sticky. Uh, But in that regard, when it comes to communicating with that rosebush child, uh, you share that long-winded explanations can frustrate a rosebush child, and you're saying that. But describe that and give me a story.
1: They just really want um, the bottom line. They will they will complete your sentence for you if you do not get to the point real quick. They will even say, "Just finish it off." And this little girl that I spoke of earlier was standing on a stage when each little three year old when she was three had to say what they want to become someday and she got annoyed with the other kids on the stage being you know scared of the microphone and intimidated by the crowd and she walked up to the teacher and said um, can't you see they're scared he's called Andrew he wants to be a fireman she's called such and such and this is what she wants to be and she just introduced the entire group of kids and got done with it yeah. because it was so just kind too of annoying. Make it to
0: the bottom line.
2: Um, you're a rosebush mom. I think you self-described <laughs> in the book that way. How does that affect uh, the way you interact with your kids? Describe your kids.
1: Well, none of them are roses. Well, my youngest one has a good dose of rose, and we butt heads every now and again. But being mindful that I can be impatient and that I can be sharp-tongued and that my thorns can come out too. Mm. I need to do a lot of work and ask, how did I come across just now? And read their body language and read their faces, because sometimes I just go too far.
2: Yeah. How do you trigger yourself to not go to your natural mm. default, let's fight, you want to fight? I'm up for the fight. I'm a rose bush. <laughs> I can stick you. How, how do you pull back from that natural instinct of your, I, I think, fleshly nature, actually, not your... God-inspired nature of joy, peace, love, goodness, kindness. (laughs) How do you pull out of the humanness to do something better?
1: It starts with the realization that my child is not less important than I am to God and that my child's feelings and needs are valid. And that as a parent, I need to respect those, even in the way I speak. So it is mm-hmm. about not assuming I am right because I'm the parent.
2: Hedy, mm-hmm. I, I mean, this has been so good. Uh, we're going to come back next time and finish the other two. We've got the, the palm tree. The rose bush. We still have the boxwood, and w- just quickly, what is the boxwood?
1: Um, this is uh, these are these shrubs that you can prune into any shape you like. There are the topiary trees and the decorative trees. Uh, Their the wood is also used to make chase pieces and fine tuning, uh, uh, for, for for instruments. So wow! There are the fine tuners and the. Hmm. So are they exactly precision headed. people? Oh, yes. Okay, absolutely.
2: so these are our engineers. You know, <laughs> oh, there's one way to do something, often. and it's not your way, it's my way. <laughs> yes. Is that right? I think I might have one of those too. And then we have that pine tree, which yes. is that calm, laid back, kind of slow-moving person. How's that different from the palm tree? How's the pine tree different from the palm tree? Well,
1: both of them are people-focused, but the pine is uh, happy to be alone as well. Doesn't need to be uh, the center of attention, ah. but wants to be included, even if is from the sidelines. They love having their people around them, but they don't necessarily speak a lot.
0: This is Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. I'm John Fuller, and we've been hearing from Hetty Britz about learning to understand and embrace your child's God-given personality, even when that personality is really <laughs> different from your own. Uh,
2: John, this is really good stuff for families and so practical. Uh, Hetty has provided us with a great reminder about how God created each of us with unique gifts and perspectives, all designed to help build up his kingdom. That's the beauty of it. And it's important for us to celebrate those differences in our kids and help them become everything God intended them to be. And if you need some encouragement and effective tools for your parenting journey, I hope you'll contact us here at Focus on the Family Canada. We have wonderful resources for you, like Hetty's book, Growing Kids with Character. You can order a copy directly from Focus Canada, and when you do, the process go right back into ministry, equipping parents and helping them to engage with their kids and raise godly families all across Canada. So please be generous with your support of Focus Canada
0: today. And we look forward to hearing from you. And if a monthly pledge is more than you can do right now, we understand and certainly would appreciate a one-time gift of any amount. Our number 800, the letter A, and the word family, 800 232 6459, or donate online and get your copy of Growing Kids with Character at FocusOnTheFamily.ca. Let me mention we also have a free parenting assessment at our website. It is a great tool to give you a good overview of what's working well in your family and maybe an area where you could uh, put some extra effort and improve in. I do recommend you check that out. The link is at the website. On behalf of Jim Daly and the entire team, thanks for joining us today for Focus on the Family. Plan to be with us tomorrow for more about personalities and trees from our guest, Hetty Britz. I'm John Fuller, inviting you back as we once again help you and your family thrive in Christ.